It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Take, take TPV Radio with you 24 7. Just download live. 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. 
Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Line 365 and this station. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. Listening to Brother Don present with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio. It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. Pastor Chris and First Lady Nisi and all that they do. 
for the ministry and, and making everything possible through the vision that God has given them, you know. So I'm going to give my shout-out, and we're going to get ready to get cranking here. Uh, first and foremost, as always, I got to give a shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, because, family, I'm telling you, without him, truly, truly, I am nothing. You know, I know that's a cliche that a lot of people use, but for me, it's reality. He has really picked me up, cleaned me up, and allowed me to be here. He has blessed me with health and strength throughout this year. So, man, he's just truly, truly awesome. And I got to give a shout-out to my amazing wife. Uh, she's actually uh, away from me now, family, but I just praise God, you know, to keep her focused and the things that, that God has given her to do for this family. She's an incredible, incredible lady. She's my first lady. She's the queen of this covenant, and she's just truly amazing, and I thank God for her um, each and every day. So also I would like to give a shout-out to TPV Ministries, Pastor Chris, First Lady Nisi, awesome, awesome people. You know, I, I had the pleasure of meeting them. Uh, about a year and a half ago now, almost two going on two years, and just you know they just welcomed me and, and, and just really opened up their arms within the ministry and and you know and outside of ministry and and this is important family, you know relationships are important, friendships are important, and you know I count First Lady Nisi and Pastor Chris as some of my closest friends. You know, and and that's really, really, really important, you know. Got to give a shout-out to my children. Got to give a shout-out to them. It's Christmas time, and <laughs> I got to give them a shout-out because, you know, they, they, they're, they're looking for their Christmas presents under the tree, but, but they've been a present to me in my what? life. They, they really have. God has really blessed me with some amazing children. Um and, and I just thank God for them and the growth and the, and the things that he's done in their life. And I got to give a shout-out to Bishop Horn at KBRG, the bridge, the radio bishop. Um, looking maybe to give it to the guys next week. Uh, see if they let me guess spot. You know, I'm politicking here. See if they let me guess spot on the brew crew. But, you know, them guys, they, they took me in a little while ago, about a year ago this time, and they really – Showed me a lot of love and, and, and taught me a lot, um, you know, a lot of things. And I just appreciate and, and love of God. Amen. Well, um, I don't think Pastor Jean is going to be with us today. Uh, I know she had some things going on uh, with the family. You know, they're still dealing with some of the the, the illnesses and stuff that, that that's going around. And I know she had said she was going to try, but um, I guess it, I mean, she wasn't able to. But um, but I don't know if you're available, Pastor Chris. Are you out there? Yes, yes, sir. Oh, so I'm going to have to recruit you today if you don't mind. We can walk through this today. I'm good. I'm ready to rock. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's why I love that guy, man. He, He's ready in season and out of season. He's probably got his slippers on, his pajamas on. And he's still <laughs> ready to, to, to step up to the plate. 
<laughs> Amen. Yeah, I'm, Amen. I'm, well, you got I, I'm chilling with. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just reacting <laughs> off of what you said. I said, yeah, I, I got my I got my uh, two man shoes on with my uh, my pajama pants and my t shirt. So yeah, I was chilling, but I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Hey, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Pastor. I really do. Um, you know, but, uh, hey, I don't want to take up this because, you know, as always, I got to let you give your shout-outs because I know you you have some. So we'll uh, we'll open up with you, uh, you guys. Uh. Yes, sir. Well, we got a lot of shout-outs oh, shout going on. Wow, my mic is acting crazy right now. So, yeah, here we go. So, yeah. We have a lot going on. Going wow, what in the world? <laughs> okay, let me let me just there we go. Alright. Alright. So yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on. Twenty twenty one is coming. We are excited and breakthrough relationships shaking my mm-hmm. head in twenty twenty one is coming. TPV Radio has been tested, tried, mm. and we are ready to break down the walls. You hear it every time yeah. when all the shows are coming on the air, break the walls down. Well, we're prepared for that, and I am excited to what God is going to bring in 2020. I'm not going to make up no slogans and all that stuff, <laughs> but I'm just going to tell you. You know, like uh, Pastor Bill said on yesterday, if you missed it, catch it. Judgment and justice in 2020, 2021. So Amen. we got to be enabled. If you're disabled, you got to be enabled. And that's all I'm going to say about that one. So, yes, we got a lot coming. We got our hamming and cheesing. Our little two-minute segment with your boy, the Thomas Boyd, that's coming. Also, the ladies of TVV, they are coming with their own virtual conference. You don't want to miss it. Also, we have second, our second, no, actually our third, our third virtual conference, TPV Radio's Round Cable. We're coming to you in March, March 6th. At 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, we got another mix of different preachers, so y'all don't want to miss it. It's going to be on Facebook Live and on Zoom, so we will give you all the info. That's coming, so I'm just excited, Brother Don, of what he's going to do in this season, and of course, we got our our flagship shows. We got Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer. We got... Uh, this is Deanne Labrine with Victories Over the Waste of Life. We got a whole bunch of stuff. Tom's Voice Reloaded. Reloaded. We also have TPD Presents. Man, I'm just, we just got so much. The Caribbean Pepper Pot, The Grub. <coughs> Woo, got a lot. We got uh, oh, Wednesday Saturday for Fed with, with uh, Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. So, man, we got a lot coming. And, of course, just stay tuned. Go to Facebook. Like our page. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Stay in, in tune or subscribe to our website, www. 
TPVRadioNetwork.com and subscribe. And you can get all the email and all the stuff that's happening, TPV. So that's all my drops, Brother Don. Of course, shout out to the First Lady and my kiddos. Love you. It's almost Christmas, so don't get stressed out. Back to you. Amen. Amen. God is really moving. He's, he's just doing an awesome thing in, in the ministry. And I'm, I get so excited, you know, when I when I hear about everything that's going on in the ministry, you know, um, just seeing what God is doing just with a, a seed, you know, that I, when I met them almost two years ago, it was just a vision and a seed. And now see it manifesting is just truly, truly awesome. Man, that is so awesome. But, you know, man, Pastor, can you believe, really, when you think about it, 2020 is just about over with. Yep. Now, I know it's been a year above all years for many people. I mean, you know, when we look at it in the concept of how it started out and everybody had these plans and everybody had these things they wanted to get accomplished for this year, and it just kind of came for some people to a screeching halt. You know, we see the church has taken, uh, we don't even know where the church is, really, to be honest with you. I'm just saying that being real. I don't even know where they're at, you know. But, you know, things have gotten shaken, you know. And and I was just really kind of um, meditating on that the other day, Pastor Chris. And, you know, the Lord spoke to my heart, and he said, how do you measure faith? And I was like, wow, wow that's, a, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> really, how do you measure faith? You know, because wow. and if we look at what the world would say, you know, because most people have been indoctrinated to measure their faith by how much stuff they've had or how mm-hmm. much money they've accumulated, you yep. know, that good old prosperity message. That tell you God blesses those who 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 He loves and believe in Him and all and all that stuff, you know. And it's it's really sad, you know, because I was, and I hate to say it, but I got to put it out there because I know we we gonna stay in trouble. We always stay in trouble, but it was really hard to believe in this day and age and all of what's going on that we still got ministry soliciting people. For this kind of garbage So bad I even heard Pastor Chris They had one pastor having people take out loans For their tithes Now can you imagine that Wow Wow! Isn't that crazy Taking out loans So you could pay your tithes You know because people are It's it's hard you know Because we look at the And I was explaining this to the uh, My sister the other day um, you know, we look at the impact of the, the still yes. a whole backstory to this thing economically. You know, people are oh, really yeah. hurting now, man. People are really going through some things, you know, financially paying their bills and, 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 and you know, trying to feed the family, you know, almost kind of reminds you back when, you know, the, the depression or recession that we went through uh, a few years ago where things are just tough. And there's nothing you can do about it, nothing, you know. And, and you know, even my family has been impacted by this year, you know, yes. where we were 
really, really in a place where we really just had to believe God. But how do you measure faith? How do you measure faith? And, and that's really kind of the tone that we're going to go in, 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 in today. Not so much how to measure faith, but what faith you do have, what to do with it. And I think that was what, what got me was, what do I do with this faith that I got? And, and most people don't know, Pastor Chris. Most people yes. don't know to do with what to do with what they have, you know, because the Hebrews 11 and 1 says, you know, uh, 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 faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we know that. But how many times in your walk, Pastor Chris, and I want you to be honest, have people oh, came yeah. up to you when you were in situations like this and they would say, all you need is just a little more faith and you'll get through this. How many times have you heard that? Wow. Well, I've heard that a lot. Uh and it wasn't for it wasn't worded like that. It was more worded on so it was more tied into the tie. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my faith was measured based on my giving. Now, I don't mean wow. to change the spectrum, but in the church I was rose up in the faith was measured on the works and on the money and the Mm. more money you gave that signified that you had faith now the problem that's why we are mixed up because we don't understand what faith truly is now the scripture says we have faith of a mustard seed right well Mm -hmm. how it's teached we have faith in our bank account Uh uh-oh we have faith in our six-figure salaries, or if you're making forty thousand, sixty thousand, whatever. So if you make more than thirty, your faith is key. You are walking in faith. You are naming it and claiming it. You are putting a stamp on it. See, that's the problem, because now the economical structure of what was preached is being taken. COVID-19 has shut down church as usual. Uh-oh. Now, mm. we're using virtual. We're still doing church as usual. And we're not building the faith. We're not building the people. We're not building relationships. We're not building repentance. All we are doing is going right back to the same stuff, Brother Don. All we're talking wow. about is your is measured Based on your giving. Uh-oh. Mm. So, mm. Uh, I, I don't want to turn the tide of what God gave you, but you asked me a question, you told me to be real with it, so that's what I was struggling with, and now that I know better, and I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I know my faith is being built on what the truth really is. And the truth Amen. is, the more you build your relationship with Jesus, he will show you what to do in your economical, economical, your your health, your healing, and all that stuff. I've been walking this thing for a while, brother Don, and I know that Jesus is the answer. Oh, that's a cliche. Yeah. No, it's not. If you just put your religion on the back door, 
you wouldn't have this problem. If you don't put, if mm-hmm. you put your mandates and doctrines in the closet, you wouldn't have this problem. See, we got too much, too, too much doctrine and not not enough relationship. So let, let me stop. Come on. See, I, I, I'm gonna stop. No, I'm gonna put a curve good. in. There that's you go. Good. I'm gonna put a curve in that. Thank you very much. <laughs> stop express. I'm gonna drop the mic, brother John. Back to you. See that. That's, that's that's what we need another stick on the fire because it's going to get hot. Because you know, and you you're so right. You you are right on point with everything that you said. And you know, like you said, it's cliche. It's when people say Jesus is the answer, but we're going to show just how true that is today. And what really really kind of grieves me to the point where it almost makes me sick is to the point where. Just like you said, people, you know, and that's the first thing that they want to measure your faith by is what you get and what you receive. But that's nowhere in the word that I've seen yet. And I want somebody to correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't read that yet. You know, they want to, they want to, they want to have you get to your faith where to the point it hurts your faith, because you think, okay, I'm, I'm on the tide, but why is these things still happening? Why I don't have a, 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 a brand-new vehicle, brand-new house, and I'm giving everything that I got above and beyond? See, that's not the right faith that we're talking about or standing in that faith. You know, you just can't go to Walmart and Costco and get a faith measuring stick to see where you're at. You know, it just don't happen. And... So much of this false doctrine, excuse me, has been put in us or put out there about this is the way that you measure your faith. I mean, there are so many formulas that have been preached and taught on faith that if you made a list, that list would look like a mile long. It would look like a grocery list because everybody has their measuring of faith. And let me tell you, if we would have been on the job, and I, I got to include myself in here too, you know, because I'm part of the body. If we would have been on our job in uh, December 31st, 2019, we would have been in better shape than what we are now. Now, going into 2021, and I believe this is why God has me here today, is because we're going to need a level of faith to stand on in 2021 that wouldn't work in 2020 or 2019. You know, because there's, there's, we've seen what we had to go through um, uh, this year. And I'm going to show you something, Pastor Chris. See, and, and this is what God gave me. He said, the best way to assure your faith is not failing. Or best way to assure that your faith is good is summed up in one word, steadfast. How are you wow. standing? How are you standing? Now we can look at this and apply it to, to the uh, to 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 the church, and when all this thing hit, scattered like roaches when the light came on, they didn't know what to do. They looked to the government. They looked for everything. They looked everything but where they were. They should have stood fast right there where they were. See, and the word stead, the definition for steadfast is resolutely or dutiful, firm. And unwavering. Now we can stop right there. That that that'll preach right there. Unwavering. Unwavering. 
So we have to go back, Pastor Chris, and look at all this ministry we've been digesting all these years where something like this can come and question everything that people believe. Yes, sir. Isn't that amazing? Everything. Yes. So when we truly learn about this word, and I want you to 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 to, to write that word down because it's it's really important, steadfast. Because when we truly learn this word, it will change so much for us. When we learn to be steadfast, that's when we allow Jesus truly to be our advocate. When we learn to be steadfast in what we believe in, when we learn to be steadfast in what we say, then Jesus can truly be our advocate. He can't be an advocate if if you're wavering back and forth. You know, the Bible says you won't receive anything. Now, we're going to be... Coming out of Luke, uh, uh, the 20, uh, let's see, Luke, the 22nd chapter. Let me grab my Bible, family. I uh, thought I had it here. It's, uh, I got you, I got you brother. Don. You got it? Yeah, Luke, the 22nd chapter, what verse? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be uh, 30, 31st verse. Read that for me. You got it. All right. Well, well I'm going to read it from the Passion Trans- Translation because that's become my go-to now. So, <laughs> for this reason, a man is to leave his father and mother. Wait, wait. That's not it. Hold on. No, that's not that it. That ain't it. Nope, that's not it. I'm in the wrong thing. There we go. All right. Sorry about that, y'all. All right, verse 31. For if this is, I'm sorry, for if this is, is, ooh, that was a tongue twister. What they do to the living branch, what will they do with the dead one? Also, on the uh, flip side of the Amplified, if, for if they do these things when the tree is green, what will happen? When it dries up. Uh oh. <laughs> mm, mm. Mm, Man, we mm. we could just preach right up right on that. What wow. are you gonna do when it dries up? <laughs> but we see wow. it. we see it. I mean this was a perfect example of what we did as a body. During COVID-19 in 2020, we did not go to the green. We were panicking because of the dry. We didn't Mm -hmm. go to our face because we didn't have relationship. I got the T-shirt and the hat, too. Earlier in the year, Brother Don, even before COVID hit, my faith was tested. And I went on based off my doctrine that I learned based on the religion and the cliches that I had down pat, but there was no power co-signing our brother, Pastor Sego. I had no power. And I'm sitting here like, Mm. okay, I know all this stuff. I know what to say, but I'm not feeling it. And all I'm seeing, friends that I know, 
everything's dried up. They messing with my social. They messing with my income. The station on mm. on a rocky ground. What is going on? And you know what? This scripture is key because instead of me looking at the dry place, brother Don, I was I was looking everywhere else instead of looking at the green, which was day one. Back to my first love. I'm not talking about bishop. I'm not talking about apostle. I'm talking about Christ. When I learned that my relationship was first with Christ, my whole mindset started to change. I started growing up and get off the milk. Yeah, I said it. The psalmist's voice was Mm. on that milk, too. I was on Similac heavy. But Mm. I learned that the meat is in the relationship. Uh Uh-oh. Amen. Brother Don, you shouldn't have invited me because uh, you want to start something over here. You shouldn't have invited me <laughs> on here. But, uh, <laughs> Amen. I'm going to try to be good. I'm going to try to be good. But yes, the meat is in the relationship. That's where our faith comes from. So what are you talking about? Well, of course, the obvious reads your word, right? But you have to develop mm-hmm. a prayer life, communication. Now, Everybody's saying, oh, you got to preach in tongues in order to communicate with God to get to the next level. That comes later. You have to learn how Mm -hmm. to speak and communicate with God first. Now, I talk to God just like I'm talking to you. I'm not going to be a whole God of heaven and earth and uh, doing all this stuff and Rondé and Ashande. I'm not doing all that. I'm talking Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. And as you grow in your faith, as you grow in your relationship, then comes the cosine, the tongue, Amen. the Holy Spirit. Then you start flipping the switch as you're just talking to God. All of a sudden, you're going off because your relationship is being built on communication. And it's not so much the prayer that we preach, Brother Don. It's so much just right. basic communication. And that's how we build faith. And God will send you people to keep you focused. Even in your darkest time, I'm going to get a call from, from Pastor Gene or Brother Don and say, what's going on? You tripping. What's going on? And Brother Don, he's going to shoot from the ship. He gonna, from the hip, excuse me. So that's what you, that's where you're becoming mature, my Brother Don. When you can that's take right. your criticism. From your brothers and sisters mm. And use that to grow Not to get mad Not to crawl up under a rock Not got an attitude Because brother dad told me something You know how we do But anyway let me let me stop brother dad You, 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 gotta, you gotta take this man Because I'm about to run with this thing man Back to you No no, that's good That, that, that man that, that's right on point You know and, and I think that That was Holy Spirit inspired there. That was God inspired because, you know, so often, and and I have to be a little transparent because I've been guilty of this in the past. When things get tough, I look for other resources to help me out. When things get tough, I don't, I need to look to the vine always. And, you know, just because I'm here doesn't mean that I, I fall short all the time. Um, um, sometimes, I'm sorry. But I do, you know, and this is what the Lord was challenging me. See, I'm eating this scroll, too, family, with you, 
as I'm going through this. This is stuff the Lord is challenging me on as well. Because there's going to have to be a degree that we're going to have to stand on. We can't afford to go through any setbacks next year like we did this year. We can't afford no do-overs or, or, or uh, uh, throwing your hand and all that other stuff. We can't do that going forward, family. We've got to be steadfast. And that's why it's really important. And I'm not just tooting my horn or Pastor Chris's horn or even TPV's horn. But that's why it's real critical that you go back and listen to some of the messages on there because I know most of the ministers, if not all the ministers in TPV, and they are giving you the truth. They are giving you stuff to be steadfast with. This stuff that we've been getting, this stuff we've been feeding on and digesting isn't enough to keep us steadfast. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. And that's what... um, You know, Pastor Chris said earlier in the show, Jesus is the key, and it is. It is relational. So it really has to make you do a checkup on your relationship. It really has to make you do a checkup in where you are in Christ. I'm just being honest here. You know, and I think everybody needs to just step back, you know, and just say, where am I at? You know, it's the same thing with with my wife. You know, there's occasionally, I know she loves me. But there's occasionally times that I'll have to go and just sit down and listen to her, how much she really does love me to strengthen that relationship. And if there's something that I'm not doing that may cause something to cause any any rift in the relationship or any static in the relationship, I'm going to sit down and fix it because I want our relationship to grow and be strong. You know, first natural, then spiritual. That's the thing that we have to constantly do. That's why it's important that, have your alone time, family. I don't care if it's starting out 15 minutes or so, you know, each day that you can just say, you know, Lord, I designate this time for you. I turn off the TV. I turn off Facebook. I turn off Instagram. I turn off everything to give you just this time for you because I love you. And you'll start to see some things change. You really would. And you brought up an interesting thing, uh, Pastor Chris, uh, that I was uh, you said earlier, you know, you went through all these things and you're in Christ. You, mm-hmm. you, you've been in the word a while. So what mm-hmm. about us that are in Christ that get challenged? And then that's where I got, I got my Bible. I'm going to uh, read along in uh, um, Passion Translation um, along with you. And I'm going to read, I'm still in Luke 22, but I'm going to start at verse 30, 31. Okay. Now, this says, Peter, my dear friend, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Satan has obtained permission to come and sift you like all, like, sift you all like wheat and test your faith. 32, but I have prayed for you, Peter, that you will stay faithful to me no matter what comes. Remember this, after you have turned your back to me and have been restored, make it your life mission to strengthen the faith of your brother. Mm. Wow. Now, we're talking about Peter. Peter, there's a whole lot here, but we're just going to... Pull out a little bit here uh, about faith. See, 
Jesus said, told Peter that Satan has desired and asked permission to sift him as wheat. What did he mean? Did Jesus mean that Satan just made the request for Peter, or did Satan make have the right to to test all of the apostles or disciples? Mm-hmm. Satan wanted wow. to test all of the disciples. Now, I'm going to give you a little study here. See, the Greek word um, that's in there um, has granted permission or asked is trans- translated to demanded. Mm-hmm. So he actually had the idea of a request. Uh, he wanted to, he had to go before God and he demanded to sift Peter and the disciples as we. So therefore we can say Satan had asked permission um, to the to severity to test the apostle Peter. But look at this. God granted him the request because he allowed Satan to test Peter in his faith. And God allows Satan to test us in our faith also, Pastor Chris, to pull yes, us up in our faith. Now mm-hmm. think about it. Now here, here's the question, Pastor. If all of what we went through or what we've experienced this year was to pull up in our faith, how did you fare? Mm. Well, <laughs> I can be transparent. Well, it wasn't easy. And see, we don't talk about this stuff, but here on TPV, we do. See, that's the beauty of the God we serve. Because he takes us and breaks us apart. He breaks all the religion, all the stuff mm-hmm. we knew, all that mm-hmm. stuff, and Satan has permission to wreak havoc in your life. Now, the bad thing about it is that most preachers, oh, let me say, let, let, me, let me backtrack. Some preachers preach this. Now, when Satan has permission in the text to test you, mm-hmm. It's not because right. you didn't tithe. Uh-oh. Not. It's not because you didn't serve in the church. It's Preacher. not even because you didn't sing on the pray team or be an usher. It's because you are about to be proven. You are about to be pressed and all the stuff that stuck on you before you got saved. Now you're saved, you're still struggling with it, but you're still serving in church, but the pastor telling you because you're not tithing, all hell is breaking you loose in your life, which is not true. Satan has permission by our Savior to test us. Why? Because Jesus knows who he can test. Uh Uh-oh. Now, a lot of us fail it multiple times. I was one of them. T-shirt, hat, mm-hmm. MP3 player. But mm-hmm. in those trials, God is so merciful. He, he, he'll bring up the same situation every single time. And guess what he does? Each lesson you learn, you come up better. You understand Amen. how to handle it the way God will. You don't always yes. got to go ham and cheese on everything. You don't always got to be the man 
or the woman. Well, I'm the one who do this or I'm the one who does that. You know how we do. He wants us to come to him. As much as you want to mm. swell up, got the t-shirt and the hat. As much <laughs> as you want to go on, you got to let God handle it, regardless of what it is. And That's when right. you do, guess what? Here's the result. Not only you graduate from milk to meat, you develop an insight. You develop a download. This download is able to go into your spiritual development, and you'll be able to see things before they come. Uh-oh. They don't want to hear that, brother. Mm. You'll, mm. Be, you'll right. be able to handle the stress as a minister, pastor, whatever you are. Anytime God calls you to do a thing, Brother Don, you got to die. Uh-oh. That's right. I'm not, I'm not talking about the physical death. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the spiritual death. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, how can I die spiritually? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me answer the question. We die spiritually from the mess of toxic ways we learn from doctrine. Uh-oh. Preaching. When we are resurrected from the milk, which is doctrine, mandates, works. And when we graduate to the milk, relationship builds your faith. The more you communicate, the more downloads you receive. Now, is it easy when you first start, Brother Don? No, because I failed multiple times. But see, Mm -hmm. what makes it great God sends you people that could be transparent enough in your life that you won't take it no kind of way, and it'll help you grow up. See, that's what God does. He eliminates the riffraff, and he brings the people that's going to challenge your next development in God. I don't think they heard that. He's going to take the people that are weak and still sucking that milk and still on that wealth and health stuff, Wealth and health is not going to help you in this next season. Mm -hmm. Judgment and justice in 2021. What does that mean? That means breakthrough in your life, your finances, your relationship, and your ministry. Now, you don't have to have a church to have ministry. Uh Uh-oh. That's right. You don't have to have a Bentley. You don't have to have a mansion. You don't have to give to Juanita and the rest of them. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> we are coming into a season where God is going to bring the ones that were last. I don't think they heard me. Judgment and justice is coming in 2021. I'm co-signing from Pastor Bill Jenkins. He was on it when he said that. Because mm. even as believers... We are going to be judged and justice all in the same motion. And this ties Mm. into what you're talking about, Brother Don, because we have not been tested. Now, we will go through our judgment. What does that mean? Well, the things that we did in 2020, if we were nasty to folk, if we didn't pray for people, if we closed our doors to them, if we didn't leave them To their promise. If we just took their money and ran with it. Uh oh. If we just 
Mm. Had church as usual in 2020, there's going to be judgment. But the Mm. justice comes with the people that died to themselves. The people that have relationship, not religion. The people that's going to totally trust God in their financial breakthrough. Through, through, sorry. He is going to move in our relationship, in our finances, and in our ministry. That's the justice. This is for the people of God, Brother Don. This is not for the people that's not outside the box. That's what's for the people of God. And I received that. Because we've been too busy playing around, playing church. Uh Uh-oh, I said it. Playing Hmm. church, hurting folk, leading people wrong, not giving people the right advice, not giving people the right guidance to get through this life. It's not easy. No. Every time... Every person that submitted their heart to Jesus Christ, guess what? Your life is going to be flipped, turned upside down. Why? Because the devil don't like it. And why Mm -hmm. Jesus turned it around? Because he's trying to make you fishers of men. You don't have to be an apostle, a preacher, a teacher, a bishop, whatever it is. You don't have to be. The end time warriors are rising. Look out for it. Because these men and women of God will not be toxic waste with all this religion, mandates, doctrines, Koji, Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, Jehovah Witness, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The word will stand in 2020. The word will be our anchor in 2020. Your relationship with God will be your anchor in 2020. I'm telling you, triumph. He will turn your life upside down. But I guarantee he will give you the upgrades and downloads necessary to coast through 2021 knowing that it was only God that did it. Let me stop, Brother Don, because I'm about to go off. You have the floor. No, that is man, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And that and that's what that's what's needed, Pastor Chris. That's exactly what is needed. You know, if I had to ask you, family, that same question. You know, what if what we've experienced this year was to pull us up in our faith? How did you fare? And, you know, and I think that that's one of those meditating questions that, you know, after you go back and listen to this again, really be honest with yourself and ask yourself, how did you fare? You know, because I know for me, and I can almost attest for Pastor Chris, now, we don't believe what we've experienced with this COVID thing was, was necessarily God orchestrated, but it was allowed by God because he's sovereign. And even if it was from Satan, Satan had to get permission, just like he did with Peter. He has to get permission, just like he did with Job. So it's nothing that he can do that God doesn't allow. 
And I'm glad Pastor Chris brought that up because that's where I right where I was going. You know, don't let the pulpit tell you what you're going through is because of something you did or did not do. Not always. Sometimes it's just that way of the, your faith being pulled up for greater works or greater things to accomplish to do. You know, it's just like like if you think of it on a natural aspect, you know, you can't you can't necessarily have a fifth grader go to high school not unless they're learned or tested. They're just not going to say, okay, well, we're going to just stick you in high school and let you survive and do the best you can. No, we're going to test you to see if you can handle the curriculum at this level. And, you know, where God wants us sometimes, there has to be a test. I'm just being honest with you, people. There has to be a test to see if we can handle or he can entrust us at this next level that he's taking us to. And speaking of Job, you know, in, in Job, it got, uh, we know Satan came to test Job. And Job lost his family. He lost all his money. And he was struck with sickness. But Job recovered because Job was what? Steadfast. God also uh, allowed Satan to afflict the Apostle Paul. We see that in, in, in the word where the Apostle Paul says, you know, hey, look, I know it, this, it, the thorns that I, uh, that's in my flesh come from Satan to buffer me. But God allowed it. But in that case, one of my point is, up until that point, Job or Paul that we know of really didn't do anything what we would just say was wrong. It wasn't that they weren't tithing like Pastor Chris said or they weren't hitting all the prayer meetings or maybe they missed a couple Sundays or something and, and now all this was happening. No, they were being tested. They were being shifted, you know. And Peter, as we were talking about, since we're talking about Peter in the text, when Peter was shifted, he failed. And guess what happened? He denied Jesus three times. But out of that came a man with determination. <laughs> out of that came a man with purpose. Out of that came a man on fire. Now let's look at this system real quick, Pastor, before we go to break. See, when Satan said, when Jesus came to Peter, he said, Satan wanted to sift you as we now let, let me let me let me put a little depth on that just to let you know exactly what Satan the how how deep he wanted to afflict Peter. See, because the reason they used sifting of wheat because that was a terminology that they were familiar with in that time, because in that time, you know, people were farmers. And when they harvested the wheat, they would take it to this place called the threshing floor. All right. Now, the threshing floor was a flat area. It was hard dirt or rock or something where they would take the freshly harvested wheat and piled it up, and um, they, they would begin to thresh it. Um, the threshing actually is where they take it and they stomp it and they crush it, and they just take it through these rigorous things. So when they take the thing called the winnowing fork, they can throw it up in the air, and the wheat and the chaff would be separated and they would gather the remains so if you look at that he wanted to crush Peter (laughs) 
He wanted to crush you. He wanted to crush Pastor Chris. He wanted to crush okay. Brother Tom on the threshing floor. He wanted to crush that stuff up. God allows us to go to that threshing floor because just like Pastor Chris said, there's some doctrinal junk that you got to get out. There's still exactly. some worldly junk that might be in there that you got to get out. Mm-hmm. But the Lord knows if you can't see it, Satan's going to expose it. So if it comes out, if it needs to come out, then he'll let Satan bring it out. Because a lot of times we don't know it's there, Pastor Chris. We don't. That's right. We don't. We, we go along as business as usual, not knowing this stuff is there. But when Satan says, I'm going to sift you out of, as wheat, he can't come on the righteousness side of what we do. He has to come on the unrighteous side of the thing because he knows those things. And those things give him legal access is that unrighteous junk that we had to go through. You know, because I had told you there were some struggles that I had and I'm still having that the enemy looked to come to sift me with. You know, I had an issue with pornography. And I still, and it seems like when you have that issue, Pastor Chris, every time you turn on something, there it is. There it is. Wow. Now, if I fall into that trap, then now he's got me. But, you know, that's my testing to turn away, to steadfast against that stuff, that my faith stands strong in that area to tell Satan and the world, I'm not going back to that. I'm done with that. I've been delivered from that. And there may be some things, family, right now that you're struggling with in your faith. But we pray, me and Pastor Chris pray this day that you'll be steadfast with the word yes. that we're saying that you can be delivered from that, that you can stand that because sometimes it will come your way to sift you. Sometimes it will come your way to, to get you all emotional and caught up. But it's important to know, and I want to read this before we uh, go to break or if you had anything to add, uh, Pastor Chris. Look at what Jesus uh, said no, Peter in verse 32 in, in Luke 22. Okay. Jesus just got finished telling Peter what Satan wanted to do. But Jesus says, I have prayed for you, yes. Peter, that you would stay faithful to me no matter what comes. Mm. That's powerful right there. Yes. Jesus is still praying and you got to make this personal and I did and I looked at that verse and it says I've still but I have prayed for you Donald that what you what that that what that you would stay faithful to me no matter what comes mm. he's our advocate that's right but he can only be our advocate when we stead fast in the word, steadfast in our relationship with him. Amen? Amen. Did you uh, have anything you wanted to add before we went to break, uh, Pastor Chris? No. I'm going to save it for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what? You, you made me think of something. I said, man, we're going to have to call this the uh, TPV Deli Ministries because we go ham and cheese all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I'll try to be good, you know. And, but 
it, it's just, you know, the, the spirit is just so heavy, especially with my recovery, Brother Don. It's like a whole Amen. other part of my brain and my spirit has just been awakened. And it's so much that comes to me that I, I, I get stuttered. I like, oh, oh, that, that, oh, that, oh, that. you know, I get tied up because there's so much God has given me at once because it feels like I was in a fog for the last two mm. years. It feels like I was in a fog. And now that fog has been lifted and it's like mm. I'm just going a 200 miles an hour. That's why that's why this thing with faith is so powerful. Because even mm. in my darkest days, I'm still preaching Woo. the gospel. Even in the days when I was in so much pain, I still was preaching the gospel. Even though I wasn't perfect, even though I still had my issues, even though people were talking about me, saying all this bad stuff, oh, he's a maverick, he's a renegade, PPD is just off the handle, they don't have a cover, all this nonsense. But through it all, I stayed Mm. true to what God said. I had a Job experience. I held Mm. on to what God promised me. He said when Mm. I was laying in that bed, I want you to speak what I want you to speak. That's it. Woo. It was no, oh, this is God. <laughs> no, it wasn't all that. He just said in those words, that's it. And I'm like, what am I going to do with that? Because God, you know my past. You know what I used to do. You know what I'm still yeah. struggling with. I can't even handle it's my own family, so how in the world I'm gonna handle mystery? But guess what? Mm. Through the storm, through the chaos, God told me to stay true, steadfast, Amen. unmovable, Amen. always abounding in the work Amen. and the word of the Lord. But co-sign that with relationship. Once I turned that button on, Brother Don. Things started changing, and you can attest to mm. it. Mm. Who I was changed. Hallelujah. How I reacted to things changed, and how God was using me changed. I'm not, I'm not buttering myself up, people. I'm telling you what God does. He crushes you to your core and rebuilds you to what He wants. And if you allow Him to do it. He'll do it for you too. See, I promised I wasn't going to break. Brother Don, we got to take a break. So I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to lay it down on the second half. Back to you. Man, now we better go and take a break because if I, I'm going to share what the Lord shared with me right now, then we, we, yes, we would, we, we just going through, we probably going to overtime. So um, yeah. let's take a quick break and come back. Um, because God's going to turn it up on this second half. Amen? Amen. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on
TV Radio, the station for inspiration. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on TV Radio. Amen, amen. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Glad you stay tuned in. We uh, even amped up right before the break, and and you know it was just some things that God was just sharing. Um, that Pastor Chris shared a little bit of his testimony. Um, Pastor Chris, can I go a little deeper with that, if you don't mind? Oh, go ahead. You know, what really hit me when you said that, when we were talking about how Satan wanted to sift Peter and God allowed it, and sometimes that sifting comes to test our faith to make us better in the end than when we started. And when you said that, because, you know, I know a little bit about your backstory there, and and just kind of going back to the point where, um, you were in your accident And you, you were in Christ And it wasn't like you were just a total unsaved guy You know, you were in the church You were doing things in the church And you were believing for that healing mm-hmm. But as I looked as you were sharing Right now Because we call it and declare you healed now But in that process Two years It allowed you to become a better father a better husband, a better minister, because in all of that process that you were going through, there were some things that had that not happened, you couldn't say you could be you would be the man you are today. And I know it's kind of, kind of, kind of harsh, but I'm just being real that that although what you had to endure, but you stood fast in that and told the line. And today, outstandingly, I can say with all assurity, you are a better man now than you would have been if it never would have happened. Amen. Never never would have happened. I can't, you know, we can't always say it, but I just know that what God has allowed you to endure and go through has really did something not only to your faith, but your passion, your passion. You know, it isn't one of those, um, and we see it all the time, you know, people can... When you mention Jesus, they can get hyped, but when you don't mention Jesus, you don't you can't even tell that they're saved. Exactly. <laughs> just being honest with exactly. you, you know. But 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 that that really just showed me something. Was there something you wanted to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. No no no, you're good. But uh, I, I did want to co-sign on that because that's that's why I guess a lot of people think that uh, I'm too much or what have you. But you have to understand, and I was hard-headed, and like most of you, you know, I knew church, I knew how to speak it, I knew all that. Mm-hmm. But when I was put in a place where God wanted my attention, and I said this before to you, Brother Don, I don't, I don't think the accident was something that God ordained per se. But it got my attention. It took something that drastic for me to understand that there was more to Christ than just singing two services, just sewing, wearing good suits, making sure I say the right thing, 
I was still in chaos. My whole my whole family was in chaos. I was mm. not even in the position to even preach the gospel. Even when I started TPV Radio, I was coming out angry, hard, and and mad because church folks and the church turned me down. But see, mm. when I understood something, that it was God that did mm. it. He took everybody mm. away for a reason. Woo. He left me Bro, alone man. for a reason. He yeah. didn't want me to call my brothers and sisters in the faith. He didn't want me to call bishop or pastor. He wanted me to call on him. And this yeah. is so this is so powerful. Now, the Apostle Paul, we were talking about uh, uh, Peter, but Paul has a very con- similar story. Now, Paul, mm-hmm. of course, we know before he became Paul, he was Saul. And he struck fear in the kingdom, right? So it mm-hmm. took something drastic for Paul to become, I'm sorry, for Saul to become Paul. What was that? Well, he was about to go slay some more Christians. He probably talking about what he did last time and all that stuff. Then as as he was going to Damascus, Jesus appeared. And he shook his world. And from that time, Mm. he took his sight and it took faith. And for him to break completely down, He had to break the old man, which was the spirit that was killing Jesus' followers. He had to kill Saul to become Paul. Now, there's a significance there because all of us have that Saul. In my case, Mm. it took my accident for me to be broke. And even through the process, even to present day, I was still being broken. Because I still was doing church as usual. And guess Mm. what? I was still having problems. My life was still in turmoil. I was still acting out. But it took people like Brother Don, like Pastor Gene, like Pastor Seiko, like Chaplain Emmanuel, like even Brother Siron, Bishop. All these men were calculated to come in my life in different seasons and it grew Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. up why because there were certain things in my life that i wasn't seeing and sometimes god will send people in your life to see those imperfections even though you think you're doing it all right i'm still struggling with some stuff but guess what i know god's got it it's a difference I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I'm the most powerful and profound preacher on radio or even in the land. I'm a broken man with a purpose, and I know that God every day is putting back the pieces that he wants. I try to pick up the old pieces, Brother Don, to try to put it in the new man, and it don't work. Why? Because Jesus said, no, it's time for you to be Christ-like. We have to Hallelujah. be broken, Brother John. Woo! Sometimes he got to take our finances. <laughs> Sometimes he's got to separate our, our relationships. Sometimes hold on, hold on, he pastor. might have to hold take on, everything pastor. away. Yes, 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I don't mean to cut you off, but wait a minute. That don't fit the script. That Uh-oh. ain't what's been coming across the pulpit. Wait a minute. Now you're, you're talking contrary to what the script says. The script Uh-oh. says if you come to church and you pay tithes, you should be in a Bentley. You should be in a 3,000-square-foot house with four Bruh. bedrooms, five bathrooms. Well, what, what happened? That don't fit mm. the script. Exactly. You know, and I, <laughs> see, see, they don't want to tell you that you're gonna go through something sometime. No, and that's why we're in the situation what? we are in. That's why a lot of saints are struggling, brother Don, because wow. they're taught all the good stuff. They're not taught to be Christ-like. You have to be broken. Oh. They're not taught that if you're going to walk in your purpose, you got to be broken. And what does that Uh-oh. mean? You being too spiritual. Brother Don, Thomas, y'all being too spiritual. Well, I don't think we are, but if you want me to break it down, I'll be glad to do that. So, being broken. That means, like I said before, sometimes your life will be turned upside down. What you thought, yes. what you were doing, you tithing. You doing all the things Pastor said. But the problem is you're being built for something different. Jesus is raising up another standard in 2021. What Come we on. knew is not going to apply in 2021. We will see people that we put on the pedestal fall. Why? Because they allowed their pride and arrogance and that Saul spirit, King Saul, King Saul spirit, to take them. Uh-oh. Mm. I talked about King That's Saul, Brother word. Don, but this is That's what's going word. on. King Saul was anointed by God. Here's the point. Yes, he was. When he let pride and arrogance, jealousy, and all this stuff creep in, guess what? He was still anointed, but someone else that was right in his face was being groomed. He was humbled. And we know the story. David, he was the one that was singing to the king. He was the one playing the harp. He was the one going through the work, being broken, being Mm -hmm. a servant. All the things that we're not taught today, Brother Don, we're not taught to be servants. We're taught to be on on. top instantly. Like a a Mm -hmm. popcorn, you put in the microwave, for two minutes. <laughs> it don't work that way. We have to Hallelujah. do it like you did it old school, Brother Don. We have to take that That's hot skillet, take them popcorn kernels, put the little grease <laughs> in the pot, cover it up, and let it pop. We got to do the process, Brother Don, before we can get the result. And the problem is, we were taught to do it the wrong way. We were not preparing the people that you are going to be broken if you're going to be walking in this purpose of Jesus Christ. That's why they're running. They're in fear. They're feeling some kind of way. We have to remain grounded and steadfast in faith and, and are not shifted away from hope of the gospel that we hear or read. Every believer will remain Steadfast in the Lord until the end. But the key word, Brother Don, I'm going to throw something else in here. 
You said steadfast, but we got to be perseverant in the faith. It's the final affirmation and authenticity of one's faith in God. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. We don't want to be perseverant. We want it now. I'm tired Mm. of hurting God. I'm tired of going Mm. through this. I'm tired of being cut open. I'm tired of being poked. I'm tired of taking all these medications. I'm sick of it. But guess what? Through the breaking, through the process, every pain, every hurt, every stitch, staple, guess what? That's what God is doing in this season. He got to cut us open, Brother Don, take out all that mess, and then he sews us back together with his Holy Spirit. So if Mm. we don't allow him to be our daddy, to be our best friend, our, our BFF, however you want to call it, if we don't allow him to be first, everything we see around us is going to be offensive. Uh-oh, we see that mm. now. That's Uh-oh. why nobody wants to hear a hard words, Brother Don. We got two songs. We Pretty want good. the candy canes. We want the fluff. We want the, all the life the smoke and mirrors, we want the LEDs, we want our goosebumps, but we don't want to be broke. We don't want to be broken because it takes that in order to be Christ-like. It's not in your work, mm. it's not how much to give, it's not how much to sing, it's not how much to serve, it's your relationship. And people just don't get it. And if you give them the word, they rather hear somebody say, well, if you send me $110, I will send you a prayer cloth, some anointed oil, and a, and, a, and a little hood or whatever from Jerusalem that was skipped in the scene where Jesus was baptized. And people were running that instead of being cut open, being set free, taking all that mess out of them, and actually hearing from God, not hearing from your idol. Uh-oh. I'm cutting off my mic Because I'm about to go off So it's it's your show Brother Don I'm about to be quiet Back to you No man This is Jesus' show And however he wants to let it flow It flows And that's good stuff You know because I've been on that end too Being in pain And you know I was just sitting here reflecting when you're going through something pain-wise, whether it be physical or emotional, it has a way of slowing you down where God can get your attention. You know, and we've heard all of the cotton candy sermons and the cushy things that want to make you think that if you're going through something, you must have done something wrong. And that's not the case, folks. That's not the case. See, I want to show you this right here. You see... God allowed Peter to go through that. And the reason he did is for to remove the imperfection from Peter's faith. See, he wanted to get all of that junk out of Peter. So he allowed some of these bad things to happen. I didn't say he caused them. He allowed that the good can come from it. Now, watch this, family. Romans eight twenty eight. We all know that one. We all heard it. All things work together for the good to those who love God, 
to those are called according to his purpose. Now that verse is quoted and preached when things are going good, blessings seem like it's coming out the walls and falling out the sky. We want to stand on that verse. We want to shout to the hilltops on that verse when everything is going good. But what about when the sifting takes place? Can you still have that same energy? Can you still stay in the midst of what you're going through? All things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Can you say that when you're hurting? Can you mm. say that when you're about to be homeless? Can you say that when mm. when when everybody has turned their back and given up on you? Can you say it then? Mm. But we can quickly run and grab it off the shelf when everything is going good. We can grab it and tuck it under our arm and hit the hit, hit the end zone like nothing happened with it. Mm-hmm. But can you say it when the sifting is going on? Can you say it when there's some perfecting that is going on? And that's the essence of that verse, to hold you up and to keep you steadfast, not just in the good times, but in those times when you are being tried by fire. That you Hello. can stand up and say all things, not just the good things, not just the, the temporal things, but all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And that ain't no Mm. prosperity verse, folks. That is not a prosperity verse. That verse right there is to keep you steadfast, to let you know that there's always an advocate on your side, no matter what you're going through. And you know, to be honest with you, you're going to go through it more than you're going to be on top of it. And that's just what I see. And if somebody tells you otherwise, you need to check and see where they're getting their their information from. We go through it. I'm not saying you're not going to be blessed. I'm not going to say there's going to be seasons of blessing. But I know from my experience and looking and reading the word that there's going to be some seasons of trying. And sometimes them seasons come back to back. Sometimes them seasons, some seasons of trying is tougher than others. But can you say Romans 28, 8 and 28 and shout it from the rooftop when you're going there, going through it? Are you going to have that same energy and focus going in and coming out of them? And you know what, Pastor Chris, that when when the Lord shared that with my heart, it, it just kind of, uh, 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 what do they call it, a righteous anger welled up in me mm-hmm. because I've heard that talk so much about blessings. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you got a brand new Bentley. All things work together for, for the good of the, those that, that love yeah. God and are called according to his purpose. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you just closed uh, $100,000 in your bank account. Oh, yeah, but see, they don't want to talk about the things you went through and I went through, the two years, the three years of pain, the agonizing, calling out to God. But... Mm-hmm. That verse applied then just as it did to the blessing. All things. And that's where when we're talking about steadfast and perseverance, that's all in that verse. You got to have steadfast and perseverance even to receive that verse. 
to know oh. it because it really it don't make sense when you think about it. Mm-hmm. How can what we went through? How can what you went through? Your testimony you just gave. How can that be good? Really? Because I know there were some times, and I talked to you uh, several occasions. There were some times, brother. I know that you couldn't stand up, sit down, and I was right there with you, just in pain. Mm-hmm. How could we call that good? We can't uh, handle. We can't. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. But no, but that's the beautiful thing about our relationship with Christ, right? See, this is what yeah. I learned. Even through the pain, when and it's called per- perseverance. That's the key mm-hmm. to your faith. Now, we weren't taught that what that brother Don. We weren't taught to persevere. We were taught to get it now, right. be blessed, have a praise break. We weren't taught when life hits you how to call on me and still give God praise. You think, and I'm going to be transparent, you think I wanted to come on the radio and preach? You think Mm. I wanted to come on the radio and produce Brother Don presents with Pastor Gene Homer when I was in pain? You think Mm. I wanted to be a dad? You think I wanted to go out to work when I tried to go back to work? Mm. And guess what? Mm. Perseverance stepped in. My body, my flesh didn't want to do it, but being broken and being transparent enough to know that God's going to do the work even when I don't feel like it, even though it looks so hard, even though I'm ready to quit, guess what? God will send you somebody to steer you right back where you need to be. A phone call, an email, Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be all, oh, no, that's what we're taught. We're taught all this fantasy stuff. God will talk to you just like we're talking to you. But no, we're taught all this, well, we're going to go to the next dimension and all this stuff. Okay, great. You do that. But in order for you to get to any dimension, you have to have a relationship. So let me throw some scripture in here, Brother Don, because they think I'm Come just on. talking off the side of my head. So here we go. Romans chapter 6. We're staying in Romans. Verse 1 and 2. It says, what should we say then? Should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? Mm. Absolutely not. How can we How can we who died to sin still live in it? We're talking about this right now, Brother Don. If Mm -hmm. our faith Mm -hmm. is based on a firm foundation of the gospel, we will preserve in faith. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Is faith stable enough in your life and being steadfast, or is it wavering back and forth? I don't know what to do. That's where most of us were and are, Brother Don. Mm-hmm. So here's the answer. Mm-hmm. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. The Apostle Paul declared, nevertheless, God's strong foundation stands firm, having his inscription, the Lord knows who 
those who are his. And everyone who names the name of the Lord must turn away from unrighteousness. Mm. Build your mm. what? Faith. And on the firm foundation of the biblical gospel. And you will not be shaken. Key word. Biblical gospel. Not pastor's gospel. Not the vision of the house gospel. Biblical gospel. What is that? The words of the Lord. Your relationship with God. That's where our foundation comes from. That's how our faith is built. If we have relationship and have a firm foundation on biblical gospel. If you can't read the King James Version, there's the New King James. If you can't read that, there's the ESV. We have plenty of ways for you to understand your firm foundation in God. There's too many versions of the Bible that can lead you to Christ. Now, I'm no Bible scholar on which Bible is which, but I can tell you, get a, get a Bible that you understand. And as you grow, he will give you other versions so you can learn. So, Brother Don, that's my icing on the cake. That's my exploration point on faith. You need perseverance for faith. You need to build faith and a firm foundation on relationship and biblical gospel, not Yo, pastor, no disrespect, but that's what the words say. If you don't believe me, go back to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, and I'm done. Brother Don, back to you. Amen. That's it. Yeah, drop the bomb on that one. That That was good stuff, you know, because, you know, if, the pulpit is telling you, family, that God's going to always get you through it. They're telling you wrong. He's going to be there for you. But you're going to have, sometimes we have to go through some things. And that those things that we are going through is there to test our faith. Just as we've been talking about Peter. Although Peter came out of that process of sifting a broken man, and he denied Jesus three times, bitterly. We know that's in Luke uh, twenty-two sixty-two. Peter was despondent to know that this man that he loved, this man Jesus that he loved so dearly, he denied who he was in his life three times, three times. And not only that, but just think about his thoughts for a minute. Because he had to remember when Jesus said, look, this is going to happen to you, Peter. This is going to happen, but I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brothers. So that had to weigh on him, too. That word that he had really had to weigh on him in that process. See, because in that process, when Peter's faith was shaken, that it wouldn't fail. And then ultimately, he would return to Jesus. And then now, a sifted Peter was strengthened out here today. That same goes for us, family. Our shaking, our processes that we go through is for us to be strengthened for one another. 
Pastor Chris really encourages me when I hear his testimony and the things that I, that he's endured and went through, and he's still standing here today. Where the average person would look to go back and quit, give it up, throw in the towel, just say, I don't want this no more. It's too hard. But you look at people like Pastor Chris and he moves forward. And I'm just using him as an example, uh, uh, family. Um, that wasn't necessarily for him. It was for me. It was for you, family. Because you may be going through something right now similar, very similar, and it looks like hope is just running out the door on you. But when you hear testimonies like that, when you see what God has done in his life like that, even though he had to go through the process, that process strengthened him for you and I. See, because this is a, 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 this is a, a, a body thing. This isn't an individual thing. This is for the body. So what we go through, and that's where we got to kind of get off our high horse and stop the old woes me and, and, and all that other stuff to know that what I'm enduring and I'm coming out and going through is for you, family, because I love you. And I'm going to share it with you. You know, because me and my family right now, we're being sifted. We're going through some things through this pandemic uh, financially that's really, um, really kind of took a toll on us. But you know what? I'm holding on. I'm steadfast. I may get down sometimes, but I have to get in the word. I have to do like David. I have to encourage myself sometimes. I do. I have to encourage myself to know that I got an advocate praying for me. Just as Jesus told Peter, I'm praying for you. This is going to happen, Peter. I'm, I'm letting you know this is going to happen. But in this, I'm praying for you. Same goes today. He's telling each and one of us, this is going to happen. But I'm the advocate you've got that I'm praying for you. That as you be steadfast and you return to me, you will be strengthened for the brethren. You know, the word of God says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the, and the power, power. See, people just, they kind of, they, 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 they muddle over that when they say we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the power of our testimony. But look at what happens. There's power, power in that testimony. Power. So we got to understand that we have to be steadfast in this family. Because, see, it's still, Peter wasn't an isolated incident. You know, that's going on with us today. And I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to give you that true word and how to get through this. Because I've seen so many times people faint, shaken to the point where they've given up because no one told them this. No one gave them this information. No one said that this was going to happen. They just said, you know, it's all going to be a bed of roses. It's going to be cushy and clean and don't worry about it, you know. And no, there's some times where you got to tell the down and dirty, the truth, you know, that people can know what they expect. See, because our faith is what's going to hold us. Our faith is what's going to hold us. See, and just like that wheat on the threshing floor, when it hits, when it comes out of the threshing floor, 
it's usable. Prior to that, although you know that this, this wheat that they're taking into the barn is going to be good, it doesn't become usable till it gets on the threshing floor. And that's why when we go through that process, we got to be steadfast and hold on to Romans eight twenty eight to know that God is doing something, and it's good. And you should be encouraged today. You should be encouraged, family, because this message was for you. God hasn't given up on you. And I know there's somebody out there that's listening or will listen to this message today and be encouraged through this because they're going through something. Somebody didn't tell them that this this was going to happen. Somebody didn't inform them that this was possible. So they're going through something not knowing. They're going through it blindly. They're going through it hurting, not really understanding. But hope there, hopefully we pray that there's clarity today from this word. We pray that there's clarity that you know that this is, this is part of the plan. And you have an advocate, and his name is Jesus, and he's praying for you right now. So that when you come off that threshing floor, you can be usable. Amen? Steadfast. Amen. Steadfast. Stay there. See, because the whole process is to make us better soldiers for Christ in this army. And like Peter, if we have that Attitude. If we allow our faith to grab a hold of this, the sifting process will actually strengthen, encourage, and instruct you. And that's the good thing because God's going to bring you out of it. You know, see, sifting isn't something, you know, that I'm saying that that, that it, it happens every day. But if it does happen, you can rest in the knowledge that God will use it not only to help you, but also to help others through you. And you know, Pastor Chris, you said something earlier that really touched on my heart about we don't encourage each other no more. Not like we no, should. We don't. You know, it's all about me, mine, and and you know, I may I may give you I'll pray for you while I'm turning my back to you, but we don't encourage each other no more like that. And that's really sad. And and I think that with this new year coming up, we're going to need some of the fundamental principles that's in the word of God to get us up and over. And if people don't grab a hold of them and get rid of all of this garbage that they've been holding on to, they're going to be in trouble again. And and I just, I just see it in the spirit that this thing isn't going to wind down. It's going to amp up. You know, because there's some things that God I know is very displeased with that we haven't dealt with this year. And I know when he gave me this word, faith is a word that we're going to need to stand on. Because sometimes to understand what God is doing, it's going to take faith because you're not going to see. You're not going to, it's not going to look logical, but you have to stand on it with faith. No matter what it is, good or bad, Romans eight twenty eight, you got to stand on it. Amen. Amen. 
Well, do you have anything you wanted to share before we get out of here, uh, Pastor Chris, and you, you give the announcements? First of all, man, yeah. God, man of God, thank you. Thank you so much for spilling in today. I think it was oh, God-ordained. I know it was God-breathed. Um, it was a good, good, good message today about faith. Thank you for sharing. Um, you know, the family thanks you as well because, you know, that. Being transparent is tough sometimes, you know, because, you know, a lot of people, you you know, they they go, you went through that? Well, yeah, I did, you know. So so I know it's tough sometimes, you know, but I I think there's an anointing behind being transparent, and God has truly anointed you, uh, man of God. So thank you. Thank you very much. No problem, man. To you as well, you have an anointing, you have a gift. So I just praise God for you and your ministry as well because it takes a village. I'm going to throw a cliche from the old school. It takes a village to raise them, just saying. But anywho, Mm -hmm. I just wanted wanted to give another nugget, and I hope I don't get you started, Brother Don, but it just might. Now, what if God was fickle? Imagine Uh-oh. if God's love had limits and oh, came no, you and came to an end. <laughs> would there be good news to proclaim, or will or would we be given the law, and all those who kept it perfectly would be free from judgment? Now, we wow. would be under judgment, not grace. Uh oh. Right. So. Right. What if God was fickle? Okay, so here we go. It's gonna get a little. It's gonna get a little deeper here. All right, steadfast love. Of course, we know what that means. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, it is His, not mine, not Brother Don, not your pastor. No disrespect, but this is what the word said. It is His steadfast love. Now, if He was fickle, we'll be under the law. Not great. Right. We'll be judged right. without his grace. Now, which mo- which motivated the son to become a man? Uh-oh. Mm. Mm. Think about that. If it wasn't for God's steadfast love, his son wouldn't have become a man. Now, the sacrifice for the sin of his rebellion, imagine this. So... They could be reconciled and free from guilt and shame. But how often do we read about God's steadfast love without pausing to truly reflect on what that truly means? Uh-oh. Wow. Yeah, I'm wow. So we have to understand that God's not a human being. His emotions aren't stirred. His Mm -hmm. love for us, because of his steadfast love, Jesus, in turn, was able to fulfill the promise. And he left a gift before he went to heaven. He left the Holy Ghost. Now, Mm. if God, if Jesus did not love us, with the steadfast love that they do, why 
do we constantly betray them? Why wow. is our steadfast love not there when they sit there and watch us day by day sitting there disrespecting the gospel? Trying wow. to order red and rocker, popcorn, microwave, faith, name it and claim it, all this nonsense. We have to go to our first love. The steadfast love of God will be inherited to you if you break yourself down. If you allow your pride and arrogance to die at the door, guess what? You inherit the same steadfast love that God, that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, now you will have. It is inherited, but we are too stubborn, Brother Don. That's why we quit. That's why we don't have perseverance, because we crawl under a rock because it gets hard. I was there, too. It takes us to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the word, in the work, in the relationship of the Lord. Man, I'm trying to be nice. But the spirit is telling me we need to stop this nonsense. Me too. It's a day-to-day thing. I don't have it all together, but guess what? I can come on here and be transparent enough to know that this man's been broken. Not only his body was broke, but his spirit was broke. And now I'm being put Mm. back together, not only with modern medicine, but with the spirit of God and knowing that his relationship with Chris, the man, is getting better by the day and being an encouragement to my brothers and sisters that are listening, my brothers and sisters at TPB Ministries, to all of you that are religious, the Sadducees, the, 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 the Pharisees of modern day, you don't got to like what I have to say, but read the word. And the word will tell you, you don't need your religious garb that costs three, four thousand dollars. You don't need all that flash. All you need is your transparency and understanding that repentance and relationship is a daily thing. And the more you pump into that, the more God will have for you. Let me be quiet. We running out of time, but Adon, so I'm. Done. Back to you. Amen. 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 Thank you for sharing that. That is that is right, right in the same vein. I just thank the Lord for you sharing that because that's what it takes. You know, what if God just took it? What if God treated us like we treat him? We'd be in we'd be in rough shape. If he yeah. treated us, if his relationship with us was the same as ours with him sometimes, we'd all be in trouble. We'd all be in trouble. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for his steadfast love. Thank God for the Holy Spirit and being our counselor. That, you know, when we do fall short, we have a recourse to go back and say, Lord, forgive me. Let me do this over. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, family. I'm, I'm glad you tuned in. I'm sorry. No, I was saying that's the key. 
when you could be a man yes. and a woman about it, that's where God does the most work. Yes. Oh, let me be quiet. See, uh, yeah. I, I, okay, I mean, I'm you done. Know, you I'm got done. me going there. <laughs> you got me going there, and, and it really, it really ministered me. And I was going to share it, but I knew if I shared, it was going to start a whole other conversation. But now I got to share it anyway. You know, even though we were talking about sometimes our body was broken, but your body being broken doesn't compare to your spirit being broken and fixed. Exactly. This old body's going to rot away eventually anyway one day. So it can be broken up. But it's something about when the Lord wants to, to do some surgery on that spirit, man. When mm. he wants to, 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 to start uh, checking out that spirit, man. And seeing what's going on with him, you know, he may need need some some surgery. He may need some some a health checkup. You know, this old body is frail, and you know we can't compare this body to the spirit, man. Because, like I said, this body's going to rot away one day. But the Lord is more right. important, uh, more concerned about that spirit, man. It's more important. So, what you're going through now, in a physical aspect, may be rough. I'm not denying it. But the spirit is more important. So if God's got to break your body down to get to that spirit to do a little surgery, guess what's going to happen? He's going to break it down. Amen? That's right. Amen. Well, Pastor Chris, we could probably go another two hours if we get started. Yeah, I know, right? You know how we do. <laughs> mm hmm going to go to OT. <laughs> I thank you for tuning in. Um... TPB Psalmist Reloaded tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central yes, Standard Time. Get on it. Get on it. We're talking about staying in your lane. And I meant to mention, you know, if, with the steadfastness, your lane ain't always going to be freshly paved. It may have some potholes in it, but if that's your lane, Hello. you still got to stay in it no matter what. So, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so God bless you, family. Have a Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, we still say Christmas. Because we know it's about Christ here at TPV, so we, we're not ashamed to say yeah. Christmas. Um, so have a Merry Christmas, and we will see you again here at Brother Don's Present. God bless you. I love you. Good night.
Radio, Central Texas. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.